We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody We're back We, we are- made it a whole nother year we are back. It is the year 2022. My name is Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Now COVID positive. <laughs> now COVID positive. Things are starting positive this year. Super positive. <laughs> Super positive. Did you have a good new year? It fucking sucked. Why did it suck, Nick? Because I was positive. <laughs> I so. was positively outraged that I missed co- or, uh, uh, New Year's. You know, it happens. It's very unfortunate. Yeah, well, it happens. Yeah, Nick did test positive for COVID over New Year, so we've, that kind of ruined our New Year's Eve plans. Good we, job, we've, Nick. We've consulted our, our uh, you know, HR department at, here at the the Last Call podcast, and they said we're good to record as long as we stay well distanced from each other. So, yeah, yeah, yeah well. I think we're all right. HR said so. HR said so. So therefore, it is law. But. Again, thank you, everyone, for sticking with us through 2021, and we are now in the 2022 era of The Last Call podcast, so um, yeah, we'll see how this uh, first episode of 2022 goes. We do actually have an update for everybody on those NFL game picks that Warner did a couple weeks ago at this point, so it's a little outdated, so if you listened back and you went and checked yourself, you probably already know how this ended up. Nick did not. He wanted to be surprised. Big money, baby. Yeah, no... What? No, no what big money. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, this is the Last Call podcast where we do this podcast while Nick and I try to drink six beers in 60 minutes. And each beer that we drink does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. So with that, Nick, I see you've got six Budweiser's in front of yourself. Oh, right. Way to ruin that. Well, I mean, it's, it's not like they're surprised, but... Yeah, there's no surprises anymore. However, I do have a surprise. I decided I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I got a, a Blackberry Farm Brewery Classic Belgian Style Ale, 6.7%. Oh, feeling spicy today. Six, Starting out oh, the New sorry. Year strong. 6.3%. So it is weird about this can. Um, I was showing you before the show that, um, what's what's the word I mispronounced? It is a uh, perforated. Perforated, that's it. Uh, perforated uh, can cover. So, like, you can yeah, rip the label off, and it's, like, perforated. We're, like, I don't know if it's for, I think you said recycling. That's, maybe that's it's my to, assumption. Maybe it's to save the... the, the so it's, it's got, like, a plastic... Uh, for, the, for the smaller companies that, you know, can't afford, like, printing directly on the cans, uh, they, they'll buy blank cans and then put their own, like, label across it. This one's got, like, a perforated edge, which I assume is so you could pull the plastic away and then recycle the can, and it's only aluminum. Yeah, I don't... That's I, my thought? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's as good of a, an idea as what I had. I, I no idea. So, anyways, uh, I got that, and then I've got four Budweiser, so we'll see how this goes. But let's go back into those uh, NFL game picks. So, Nick, we had six games. So was it six games I, that I we picked? six. All right, so six, one, two, three, if four, five, six. If I didn't six. get these right, it's because you put in the, the pick wrong. Uh, no. That's That's... No, that's the way this works. I don't think it is, but okay. let's let's get into it. All right, so six games that you picked. We had, uh, I think this was week, 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 week 15 of the NFL. So we had Kansas City at the Los Angeles Chargers, Las Vegas at Cleveland, New England at Indy, 
Tennessee at Pittsburgh, Cincinnati at Denver, and Minnesota at Chicago. So, first game, Kansas City at the Chargers. Nick picked Kansas City. I did. And Kansas City won. So, Nick is one for one so far. Um, Las Vegas to Cleveland. Nick picked Las Vegas. Las Vegas won on a last-second field goal, I believe. Perfect. So, Las Vegas won that one. New England at Indy. Took the hometown team Indy. Indy won. Perfect. Over New England. That's what we like to see. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Nick picked Tennessee. Tennessee lost. That's not what I said. I said Pittsburgh. You definitely said Tennessee. <laughs> so Tennessee did lose. So uh, Nick is at this point three for four. Cincinnati at Denver. Nick picked Denver. And uh, they were too high in the mile high city as Denver fell to Cincinnati. So you are now three for five. Minnesota at Chicago. You chose Minnesota and Minnesota did win. So you were four for six. It's pretty good. Sixty-seven percent. Not a bad, not a bad average. Now, just for fun, I went ahead and picked these games as well to see what we were, you know, to see what my talents were against yours. So, okay. Kansas City at the Chargers. As a person who watches more sports than I, correct, and especially more football. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City at the Chargers. I took Kansas City, so there's one. Las Vegas at Cleveland. I took Cleveland, so I missed that one. So right now I'm one for two. New England and Indy. I took New England actually. I thought New England was hot coming in, and they uh, ran into a freight train known as Jonathan Taylor. And so New England lost. So I am uh, one win and two losses. But then I did pick Pittsburgh. I picked Cincinnati, and I picked Minnesota. So I got the next three right. So if you were to have combined our picks, we would have gone six for six. Because I got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, and you got the Las Vegas Indy. So we both went four for six. Great. Not bad. Just goes to show that uh, you don't need to watch sports to gamble on sports. It is it is completely random. That's why it's called a gamble. That is why it's called a gamble. So, but this is actually going to lead us into our first topic, which is the NFL. Sweet. Did you did you make money on those? No, I did not. I decided to parlay them all. Oh. I did a six game parlay. Uh, lower you, lower you cost of entry. A parlay? So, for those of you who aren't degenerate gamblers like myself, a parlay is where you pick. In this case, we had six games, and I said that I was going to be correct on all six games, and if I'm not correct on all six games, I lose my bet. No matter what. No matter what. Just so everybody knows. If you lose one of those, you're done. Correct. If I get five of six correct, I still lose my bet. That is what a parlay is. I have to get every single leg of the bet correct in order to get paid. So, no, we did not win any money. But I do want to talk about the NFL, because something crazy happened this past weekend, which was week... 17 in the NFL. They replaced the footballs with beach balls. That would be crazy, but no, that was not what happened. Instead, we got a little bit of a a show from one Antonio Brown, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Antonio Brown has bounced around the league. He started in Pittsburgh. Then he went to New England for a short stint with Tom Brady. And then he went to Tampa Bay. Oh, no, he he went went to to Oakland. He went to, yeah, Vegas. He went to Pittsburgh. Then he went to Vegas. Then he went to New England with Tom Brady. And then he followed Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. So he's been on four different teams. However, this might be his last team. Because this weekend, Antonio Brown decided in the middle of the third quarter to take off his jersey and pads, throw them on the sideline, take off his clothes, throw them in the stands, and then run off the field in the middle of the third quarter. He said, fuck it, I'm going to play beach volleyball. Exactly. He said, uh, they don't have to wear clothes playing beach volleyball, so that's where I'm going. So. Perfect. Yeah, he just he took off his stuff, 
threw his like undershirt and gloves into the stands and then was like pumping up the crowd as he just ran into the tunnel. So what about the pads? Did he threw the pads out there and everything, the jersey? No, he threw those on the bench. Like he oh, threw those. Okay. So, so those stayed on the field, but his like undershirt and gloves and stuff he threw into the stands. Let's say, think how valuable those like that, that memorabilia is going to be, honestly. Yeah, it could be, maybe. I don't so know. He's, so he's done or what? By all accounts, it looks like he is done. Um, if you followed this, Antonio Brown at all. not done yet either. Right? No. So. There's one more week of the regular season, and then it's playoffs. And Tampa Bay is in the playoffs. And they kind of need him because their top wide receiver went out with an ACL tear, I think. So the reason I bring this story up is because if you followed Antonio Brown, he has had these types of instance, inc- incidences uh, kind of the past couple of years. When he went to Vegas... He was an absolute nut job. Went to New England. Didn't last long there. And then he came to Tampa. And by all accounts, he was good. He uh, got caught passing off a fake vaccination card. So he got caught doing that. Um, I, do, I, I, I called it that, that at some point that that was going to be a thing. Yeah, we were going to have a vaccine card dealer. And multiple guys. You imagine just a guy, you go down an alley and there's a guy there with a trench coat and he's got like a little label printer. Yeah, just That'd here's be fucking your, hilarious. There probably is. I wouldn't be surprised. So he got caught passing off a fake vaccination card. He was suspended for a few games for that. Came back, but apparently he had something I happened. Wonder, I wonder how good his vaccine like fake was. Do you think it was like a fucking like green crayon like from uh uh what is that bench bench warmers? When he, he's like, he gives him, hey, where's this kid's ID? And he's like, I'm 12, and there's a twenty dollars, yeah, yeah, twenty dollars in there. Yeah, looks okay to me. <laughs> you think that's <laughs> what he, <laughs> Antonio, dude? I don't think this is gonna pass, bud. I I don't know. I mean, I think with his type of money, he probably got it laminated and all sorts. Like it almost looked too pretty, and I think that's how they found out. Like it was too legit because mine is folded up in my wallet. Oh really? Mine's still. Nice. Oh, no. Mine's folded up in my wallet, and somebody could easily say, no, this isn't. You know what's dumb? We have to keep another piece of paper that we're required to keep, Social Security card. Right? Yeah. Can't laminate that. Are you not allowed to laminate your Social Security? We sure not supposed to. Actually, in a birth certificate, I don't think you're supposed to either. Hmm. Because I went to go use mine for, like, my passport. Oh, like to get my passport, and uh, it was laminated, and the lady, like, my birth certificate was, and the lady's like, yeah, I don't know if they're going to take this, because uh, we can't, like, feel, there's, like, an indentation from a oh, seal. Oh, yeah. And they're like, we can't feel the seal. I'm like, you can see it's indented. I'm yeah. like, what do you want me to do? Cut That's it That's interesting. I'd never thought about that. Yeah, because they do have that, like, weird, like, stamped indentation yeah. thing on them. But then it's like, uh, Social Security card, you need to keep this in your entire life. Fucking paper deteriorates over time oh yeah it does like, i mean i guess the real important thing is the number right i mean right. knowing your social yeah. security number is more important than actually having the physical card. actually if you go i think you still have to have the card like if you have to prove your social security like to get a driver's license or something i think you actually have to have the card. uh you you have a ha- you don't have to have it i don't think i think you could do a combination of different uh items whatnot but interesting i mean it's usually going to be social security card and birth certificate but anyway back to antonio brown so yes by all accounts it does seem that he is done in the nfl period i don't think you can pull that stunt and be in the nfl um and after the game they asked the coach and the coach said he is no longer on the tampa bay buccaneers he said he's off the team he said he's no longer a buck he is no longer a buck correct however 
Here's where it gets kind of interesting. Reporters found out, they checked because they have to post like the waiver wires and all that kind of stuff for free agents and guys that can get picked up by different teams. Antonio Brown is still technically on the Buccaneers roster. They did not remove him from the roster. So he's not done. We don't know. Some other stuff has come out about this, and this is where I find it to be interesting. So he pulls this stunt, right? Takes off his clothes, runs off the field in the middle of the game. But there's reporting out there as to why he actually did this. And the report is that Antonio Brown has been having an ankle injury flare up on him over the past couple of weeks. He started the game and he was playing in the game. After, in the third quarter, he was on the bench and the Buccaneers said, Antonio, get in the game. He said, Coach, I'm not, my ankle can't do it, not going to do it. You know, I I don't think I'm going to be productive and I don't want to hurt myself. I guess what the coach said, allegedly, this is reports, he said, if you're not going to go in the game when I tell you to get in the game, get out of here. Get off the field. And Antonio did not appreciate that because they were trying to make him play hurt. And that's what led to the explosion. Took off his pads, threw it, took off his clothes, and said, I'm out. Because the coach was trying to make him play when he was hurt, and he did not feel like he could play. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't going to go risk himself getting hurt for, you know, when they got the playoffs coming up and all that kind of stuff. So at first glance, I thought, yeah, Antonio Brown's an absolute psychopath. He needs mental help. He's all that kind of stuff. After this report, it kind of changed my mind a little bit. Like, well, I mean, are, are you required? So uh, this is my first year playing like uh, fantasy football. Um, and so on there, you can go in and read like the injury, uh, the IR report, see who's getting put on the injured reserve, right? Right. Who's, you know, who has a, a sprain, something that they could play with, but is not ideal, right? That they're playing somewhat hurt. Are you required in the NFL to like report that? Like, is the Players Association? Because I feel like that's something that would be put in by the Players Association to try to protect the players. Yes, typically uh, it is put out for um, an injury report that this guy is has a sore or something, or this guy is dealing with this type of injury. And then that is so public. None of that was on there. Uh, that's a great question. I mean, it, it, it was known that he had been dealing with an ankle problem, but I don't think that hindered his designation for the game. It wasn't like he was questionable or doubtful. He, he could have been, I don't, I don't recall if he was listed as questionable or anything like that, but it was known that he had been dealing with an ankle injury. And so when it got to the point where he was like, coach, I don't, I can't like my ankle, not feeling good. Don't want to do it. And Arians, Bruce Arians, the coach of the Buccaneers said, if you're not going to go in when I tell you to go in, get off the field. And he did in a spectacular fashion. So I guess that, that brought up to me, like I said, at first glance, you're like, what the hell happened? What is this guy doing? Like everybody thinks he's a nut job anyway. And so this is just on par for what he's been doing over the past few years. But when I heard that, it actually changed my opinion a little bit. I was like, oh, so there is a reason behind it. And I almost am like, in agreement, like, and so here's my question. I just want to get to my question. What does this mean for sports? If anything, if a player 
who says he's hurt and is not comfortable going into the game and says, coach, I'm not going to the game. And the coach says, you get in there or get off the field or you're off the team, right? Especially in professional sports. What does that mean, right? Because players are all about players' rights, right? I, I am. Sure. That's why they have a, a players association that protects them. Right. You know. So they're all about their rights, their health, their, all that kind of stuff. So what does this mean for that? If he truly said, I do not feel like I can go out there, be productive, and not hurt myself, and the coach said, do it anyway, like where, where do you draw the line? Now, what if the doctor, right? Then does the doctor come into this? Is it the doctor gets to decide whether the player goes in? And the doctor could easily say, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, but uh, I mean... I guess at that point, if he was hurt and he was sitting on the bench, then why wasn't he having one of the uh, uh, staff like look at his ankle? Maybe like it was that bad. Maybe he was. I but, don't know. But I mean, know. he also ran off the field. So was it really no, he that didn't bad? Sprint. I mean, he was jogging. But yeah, so there, there's well, a lot of jumping up and throwing his hands up. And right. Stuff like so that. there's a so lot. It's like, okay, well, how bad is that ankle? So there's a lot of. Right. Okay. That's fair. So there are a lot of questions around this. But if a player says, I'm hurt. I don't feel like I can play. I don't want to go in the game because I'm going to hurt myself. And the coach says, you're going in anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, Who, I, I who's get right? that. I get that. Like, who's right in that situation? Because I truly don't know who's right. The player who's, you know, saying I'm hurt or the coach who's saying get in there. Because back in the old days, right, guys refused to come off the field. They would be, like, stumbling around on the field with concussions. Right. And they would still play. And the coach would say, you know, how many fingers? Uh, two. All right, get back in there, right? So it, it's almost like that kind of scenario where Antonio Brown clearly feels like he's hurt, and the coach is saying, no, you're getting in there anyway. Right. So, yeah, I get that. So, I get that. I understand. But, so, so who's right? And what does that mean I for mean, sports? I mean, at the end of the day, you do have to think of these people more as more than, uh, you know, just an athlete or an entertainment piece. I mean, they're they're not out there just for entertainment. I think that as a human being that, you know, ha, can get hurt, can have brain injuries from like the CTE, which I don't, I'm not even going to try to say it. Chronic, brain traumatic, uh, yeah, whatever. Brain injuries, essentially. Yeah, brain yeah. injuries from uh, constant hits to the head, which yeah. is especially predominant in football. Correct. Uh, as they've or seen over the past uh, hockey. Uh, boxing. Boxing, Yeah. I mean, literally, the sport of boxing. The whole goal is to knock somebody unconscious. Yeah, like you're 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 wailing for that guy's head. That's that's the goal. So, it's not, and that stuff is is very widely put out there. There's data that shows it, and so you got to protect that human. But at at the same time, I'm kind of like the arguments always from the other side is. This guy's getting paid millions of dollars. He can suck it up and go ahead and play. Right. I know I saw something that was like, oh, I don't know why he would leave uh, because he's got another million-dollar bonus that's going to be on his contract if he hits averages uh, this many more yards per game and gets one more touchdown. Like yeah, there, like there are incentives. There's, yeah, he has an incentive that he's actually very close, like a, of a million dollars. And so people are going to say, well... Suck it up. You're getting paid a lot of money to be out there. Just go do it. I yeah, mean, I mean, but point, that's easy but, for us to say here yeah. on the couch, right? Talking about it, but being right. in that situation. But so, if you're, if, I don't know, if it's really that bad, then I don't know why you wouldn't be, it, that stuff is brought up so, so much after the fact, 
you know, rather than pointing towards stuff that was happening before. Like, is there documented evidence that he was already hurt before? Like, give me something to point to. Like, as a, as a person that's going back and look at this, like, oh, yeah, he clearly said here that he was hurting before this. And, and here, document on this day that it was getting worse and worse and worse before the game, and he was already hurting. But are we not supposed to believe the player, right? If the player is saying, "Coach, my yeah," ankle but hurts. but then at the same time, you could you could go back, you know, you could always after the fact make up whatever the hell you want as that player and that, say that's fair. Yeah, no, um, I, I I was hurting, my ankle hurt, and uh, he wanted to be a play, and I didn't, you know. I say you can make whatever you want up at at the, after that because you have no way of proving it. Um. Okay, so following Tampa Bay's win, Arians was asked if Brown's ankle played a role in the bizarre situation, and the coach said no, emphatically said no. Um, so the coach seems to feel that that was not a part of the situation, right? So now it almost sounds kind of like a he said, he said, right? So it's like... Which is, yeah, which is what it always comes down to. So, So I guess... It sounds like it kind of changed my mind where I think there's more to the situation where I almost started to side with Antonio Brown a little bit. It sounds like you are either one undecided on that situation or this doesn't change your mind at all on on like I think the way that he left the field was absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not I'm not saying that he was right in what he did, but I understand why he was upset. I get what you're saying from your perspective of protect the player. If the player doesn't want to go out there, if they're worried about their health, then they shouldn't have to go out there. I would agree with that. But if that's the case, then you should be already in the process of talking to a a specialist or somebody on the team that is there to help you. Um, But in this case, given his history... It doesn't bode well for him. He, he's lost the benefit give, of the doubt. Yeah, it, 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 he loses all benefit of the doubt given his past incidences. Okay. And I know a lot of people like to bring it up. In you know, if you Google Antonio Brown, you'll see everything about CTE and everything and domestic violence or, or whatever. There, I don't know. Well, so. there's been a lot of speculation that um, when he was in Pittsburgh, he took a hit from Vontez Perfect of the Cincinnati Bengals. And knocked him silly, knocked him out cold on the yeah. field. Some people have speculated that that hit knocked a few wires loose in Antonio Brown's noggin because I wouldn't doubt it. After that, things went downhill very quickly for Antonio 200 Brown. Plus pound man coming at you full speed and just runs Put, Dude, putting his shoulder gonna, into your head. That yeah. is gonna knock you out yeah. hard. Absolutely, and rattle your brain. So I'm sure more will come out about this, but I thought that was an interesting topic because it's like, who do you believe, right? Do you do you side with Antonio Brown, the player? Do you side with the coach? Uh, again, I disagree with how he handled the situation, but my point was I, I understand why he would be upset more now than when I first saw the situation. So Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Okay, so um, there in other current events, uh. Do you, have you heard of the company or former company of Theranos? I have. Okay. I have, indeed. So, for those of you who don't know Theranos or have not heard of Theranos, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a background. Theranos was founded in 2003 by a, a woman named Elizabeth Holmes, and she was actually 19 when she founded this company. Wowza. 
Yeah, real young. Crazy. Uh, as per usual tech startups, uh, she dropped out of college. I think Correct. she went to Stanford. Correct. And started this company called Theranos, which is actually, fun fact, a hybrid of the words therapy and diagnosis. Wow. The more you know. <laughs> the, the more you know. So the reason I bring this up, this Theranos company up, which is, again, no longer a company, is because Elizabeth Holmes was recently found guilty for wire fraud and conspiracy to commit fraud. Yep. Okay. So that's where we're going to start this story. She, and that's why she's in the news again. She was found guilty on four of 11 charges. And I have the 11 charges uh, that I'll read in a minute. But she's facing up to 20 years in prison for this fraudulent activity. So the company was a tech slash biomedical company that uh, claimed they had a device that could test for variations in blood and all sorts of, you know, diabetes and various blood disease or diseases that are a bunch of different assay tests, 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 sorry. Yes. A bunch so of different amino assay tests. Correct. That you could get with a pinprick of blood rather than vials of blood that you usually have for blood work, right? Mm -hmm. You go into the doctor, you get blood work, they take like a vial of it and then they run tests on it. Yeah. She was claiming that their device could do it with a pinprick of blood and that they could send that information to the doctor. It was more accurate than traditional blood work, all this kind of stuff, right? It's like one of those classic like, oh, this is the Goldilocks thing. This is like the, it, it is far superior than everything else. It does more with less, you know, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And so they ended up raising over $700 million from investors and got it a, a valuation of the company at $10 billion. Which is insane. I mean, that was, I don't know, probably back in 2015 and they were, or 14 or something like that. 15, right. They were, a, they were a private company, right? So they hadn't gone public yet, and they already had a valuation of $10 billion, which is, like, unheard of, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yep. They had huge contracts with, like, CVS, like, pharmaceutical or... Uh, Walgreens, yeah. Pfizer, Cleveland Clinic, AmeriHealth, Blue Cross... And they even had James Mattis, who was the former U.S. Secretary of Defense, on their board. Mm -hmm. A high-level person in the military on their also, board. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, there was also a former Secretary of State. Um, let me look up his name. Uh, something Schultz, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, I George, saw that. George Schultz. His, George Schultz. Well, it was like his nephew or something. Well, I it was his... George Schultz was on the board. Oh, okay. His uh, nephew who was one of the whistleblowers, um, was working for the company. Okay, so let's get into the whistleblower stuff. Okay, so after all of this stuff happened, this company's claiming these medical advances that are incredible, never been done before. Uh, she's put on the cover of Fortune magazine about her company in 2014. Uh, Forbes magazine named her the youngest female self-made billionaire in 2015. And they actually, some of their products actually got FDA approval. Like the FDA. crazy. Yeah, the FDA Absolutely actually came. Insane. The FDA approved some of their tests that they were running. However, the exact same year that she's put on the self-made billionaire list, the same year that she gets FDA approval, it all comes crashing down. This is all happening in 2015. So the company's been around for, what, 12 years now? 12 years. Yep. Because it was started in started in 2003 so by 2015 billionaire top of the world 
also in 2015, it all comes crashing down. Yep. So they essentially, from the articles that I read, a couple of medical professionals, people in the medical industry, I think one was from Johns Hopkins, maybe, maybe it was Stanford, a Stanford professor, essentially did, looked into what they were doing and they said, yeah, these results are over exaggerated. The, you can't do what they're doing. Yeah. Basically the, the tests that they were doing were very either inconclusive or gave a false positive or false negative. Um, you know, they were testing for stuff like HIV and somebody would get a test back and they'd say you're HIV positive. And they're like, oh, my God, like this patient is like, oh, my gosh, I'm HIV positive. They go get a traditional test to uh, to verify it, and it would come back negative. And they're like, oh, what is going on here? And they're like, oh, you know, it's oh, it's just a, you know, that other test is wrong. And they'd go back and they'd say the other test was wrong. Essentially, the, the equipment w- was sent out way too early before it was ever verified. And what they were trying to do was never going to happen with as little blood as what they were trying to do. It's like, once again, it goes back to, hey, we could do more with less. But no, it's like, you can't. So this is what's crazy. So after those reports come out, right? And and you might, I don't know if you know this or not, but I thought this was kind of funny. In order to gain credibility. So they're already getting scrutinized, right? They're starting to come under scrutiny from all of these different people. People are catching on. In order to boost credibility. They decide to invite then Vice President Joe Biden to tour one of their facilities. Have you heard this story? Uh-uh, I have not. To gain credibility and show that what they were doing was legit, they invite former Vice President Joe Biden to one of their facilities. Here's the kicker. They didn't invite him to one of their real facilities. They made a fake laboratory and invited Joe Biden to that fake laboratory. To hide their operations. Hmm. Oh, I've uh, uh, okay. I haven't heard it with this, but I've heard this story. So they created or, a, sorry with Biden. So, I haven't heard this story. So they created a fake laboratory, invited Joe Biden to tour it because they didn't want anybody to know that they were actually using traditional blood sampling machines. See, and that's what I've heard. So yeah, several times is is what they were doing, you know, like to get approval on devices and stuff. They'd say, "Oh, you know, all this, all these tests were done on these devices, this device that we came up with." But in reality, they were running them off of these devices over here. And like, if you're running a lab, you have to have independent like companies come in, like certified companies come in and verify like your stuff, like the FDA, like the FDA, which yeah. they got approval from. Yeah, and you have to have them come in. And, I mean, lab corporations have to come in and verify like what you're doing and that you're that you have sound practices. And a lot of them are like, "Well, if you guys are making this equipment and you're using this and this is your product, then why do you guys have these here?" Like, and they were the the traditional machines. So like, why are you guys using those? Right. So I just thought that was. I found it funny because I could just imagine Joe Biden rolling around this lab like, oh, wow, guys, this is amazing. This is great. And all the meanwhile, it's like the uh, Wizard of Oz. Don't look behind the curtain <laughs> where they're I mean, running dude, all this other literally, tests. It's literally what it was. Um, like, I think at one point they had a, a machine that on the inside of it was just like a traditional machine. It was like a what? 
Like a traditional machine. Oh, traditional. I thought yeah, you said a like, Grisham no, or something. Yeah, I, I was like, what the... F-? Stuttered through that one like <laughs> I always do. Um, <clears throat> but, it, like, so I think they had at one point, like, their their little piece of lab equipment that they had was called, like, the mini lab or something like that. I saw something that was called, like, the Edison device. The Edison was one of them, I think. I think but I think the mini lab or something like that was one of them. And, uh, but they're talking about, like... It, it, on the inside of it, there was like this little robot and whatever, and they said, yeah, like you put in the, the the blood in there, and like nothing was going on in the inside. Like they were trying to com- compact too much down into it, looked like to where it wasn't even believable, like that you were gonna ever do it. The uh, like the big image that they always show because their whole thing was we can do two hundred, you know, something tests or all of these or X amount of tests from a single drop of blood. The big thing that they always had was like, it was like a fucking, uh, um, like an Apple presentation where Steve Jobs is up there on stage, you know, a big black background, and then there's a big screen pops up, and there's Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes like holding this little thing, this little vial. Speaking of the Apple thing, I heard that she was notorious for wearing black turtlenecks she, just like she, Steve Jobs. Well, that, <laughs> Okay, I'll get back to that. Let me, let me, but yeah, the whole thing was like, she wanted to hold this little vial up there and like, it was like she was emulating Steve Jobs. And so like you said, she emulated him and wore a black turtleneck. She wore all black. The fucking weird thing is she, have you ever heard her talk? No, I have not. You should hear her talk. It's super interesting. So she talks in this like really, really deep voice like this. And, uh, you know, and so it's, it's just, it's very strange. And so if you go on, people say that she's like, kind of trying to like, um, uh, like, I don't know, put dominance out there or whatever. Um, what's the word? I'm sorry. She's trying to be an alpha or assertive dominance. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, in a traditional world, like in tech, it's primarily male, right? So as a female, she's trying to make her mark. So they say that's why she talks in that deep voice. But if you go on YouTube, you can hear her talk. And if you find like some certain clips, you could find her slipping up and her voice like raises like really high. Goes back to her like normal pitch. a normal voice. But it's all it's all uh, it's all a, a look, it's which is what this company wanted to be. They wanted to say we do this, we do this to get that big valuation. So going, but there's nothing behind it. So going back to that, seven hundred million dollars they took from investors, and again they partnered with huge companies like Walgreens, like Pfizer, like all these different companies. And uh, when it all came crashing down, when they found out, yeah, these people have just been lying to us. They are not doing anything that what they say they're going to do, and they've been taking our money. They were charged with nine counts of wire fraud and two counts of conspiracy to commit fraud. Mm-hmm. So 11 total charges. There were actually 12 charges, but one of them got, it was a fraudulent thing against a patient, and they went ahead and um, like threw that one out. So uh, there were 12, officially 11 charges brought against them. Here's my question. After all of that background and everything that you've heard, right, where they're just taking money, from the investors, knowing full well that they're not doing anything that they say they're doing. Are you surprised she was only found guilty of four of 11 charges? Uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised at the verdict because lawyers are good. That's what they're paid to do. 
but I mean, this is clearly fraud. Every, everything about it. So how are you only found guilty of four counts of fraud? Because of how the evidence was presented. Uh, Which I'm, I'm going to say full well, I do not know all of the evidence, right? I am yeah, looking at... We, we don't. I'm looking at the overview of the company and everything that happened. So I don't have the evidence. I didn't... The trial, I don't think, was like public. I don't think there was like broadcasting the trial or anything. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not oh, sure there. It was a 15-week trial. Yeah, which is quite a long trial. That's a very long trial. Um, I know... One of the charges, so I thought there was this interesting, uh, there was fraud against the investors, which was one of the things that she got charged with, but there was also fraud against patients. Correct. That, right? Right. That, so, charge, up. But, so for example, charge one was guilty of conspiracy to commit wire fraud against Theranos investors. Charge two, not guilty of conspiracy to commit wire fraud against Theranos paying patients. Which I think is interesting because, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're having those patients pay for tests, and they're basically your your agreement, your contractual agreement is, we will give you a correct result. We you pay us, we'll give you a correct result that is you know exactly what's going on with you, right? That's that's the agreement. Right, the contractual it, but, agreement. So, but like you, but like that's you, the fraud is that you you say you're going to do this and you don't, and do you it. don't do it. So, exactly what you were talking about that HIV case, right? Whether or not right. that was a real case or just an example, like false positives and false negatives are that's terrifying, right? That, especially in that serious of a thing. But I mean, at the same time, people test false positive or false negative for COVID, right? right. So, but yeah. I'm not going out and suing now. HIV but these are versus, also tests that have been. They've had the, they've been able to do these tests for years in different ways, and that are confirmable, right? But, versus something you know, newer like a COVID test or something like that. Yeah, and that's and that's the whole crappy thing is that uh, where they get in trouble. Yeah, it's big tech tech companies. You know, they are huge right now as far as value goes. But this is biotech when you actually have humans at stake, and that's what I think that's where they really got into trouble. Yeah, I I am surprised it was four of 11. I, I don't care how lawyer good your lawyers are. I mean, I, I everything about this, even without knowing the evidence, sounds like fraud. So there must have been some pretty good evidence to get her off of yeah. some of these charges. Like she it wasn't intentional, whatever it might be. But this whole company was based on fraud, essentially. Right. Like, right. I, I truly believe maybe she had good intentions, when she yeah, everybody started, does. everybody loved to start a company. And then I think she like got that. in too deep. Now, here's another thing. I don't know if you read anything about this, about the trial or anything. There is another player in this case, and that is her, the president of the company, who was actually her former boyfriend. COO. COO? COO. I, I read president. Chief, oh, I, think, I think it was chief operating officer. Okay, I thought he was also the president, but regardless, his name is... Uh, is it Rashad? It's Sonny Balwani is... is he goes by Sonny, but yeah. it's... Uh, I think his name is... What everybody will call him is Sonny Balwani. We'll just stick with Sonny because I think it's Rashad or something like that, but yeah. it's Sonny Balwani. And he is going to be on trial. Like, he has been charged with, with fraud as well. Good. Right? I think it's interesting. And maybe it's because she was the founder and because she was on the cover of the magazines and everybody was revering her as some sort of next Steve Jobs or something like that, where she has been the focal point of all of this stuff. 
um, I just, until like a couple days ago when I started looking into this, I had never, or even until you told me about him, I didn't even know this guy existed. Yeah. I yeah. only knew Elizabeth Holmes. So why is this guy not taking more heat for his role in this? I mean, I think, I think he will. But, I mean, like you're saying, you've never heard of him. It's because you hear of another, you know, 50, 40-plus-year-old tech guy. It's not exciting. It doesn't raise. It's it's not. He wasn't on the cover of the magazine. You don't want to see the, him on the cover. You want to see Elizabeth Holmes, a female, self-made. Not not self-made, which self-made is a, a term that I think people need to talk about because yeah. she had millions of dollars before that. So, but anyway, yeah, she she is the image, not Sonny Balwani. But I think at the end of the day, Sonny Balwani is the guy that's back there pulling. He's the real puppet. And that's what Elizabeth Holmes' lawyers are going to point towards is they're going to, you know, cater towards the emotional, like, oh, he was making me do this, and he was really the one making the calls. Oh, it's just the image. It's worse than that. I mean, that's what it's going to do. Did you hear, so this is where I, what I'm getting to with him. Did you hear about any of her testimony? I haven't heard, no. She claims that she, he, she, (laughs) she alleged that he sexually and verbally abused her for like, years and years and she's claiming that she did all of this stuff because she was sexually and verbally abused by this guy so what i read was that on the witness stand because she testified in her on her own behalf she said i was she said she was raped while she was at stanford and then she got into a relationship with this guy and he sexually and verbally abused her as well and that is what caused her to do all of these things in the company I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, they did. So that is uh, uh, one a fucking issue is people always say don't have a, a sexual relationship with somebody that you work with. Right. It's absolutely true. And this is like a. Are you speaking from experience, that. Warner? No. <laughs> no. But oh, it was, I'm kidding. This, I'm kidding. Calm this down. guy is also a fucking. He's a complete douche. Um, so. Where I get a lot of my information from, and the reason why I'm kind of like well versed on this, or at least I seem to know what I'm talking about, uh, or I act like I do, um, there's a really good book called Bad Blood, uh, written by John Carreyrou. Um, and I'd highly recommend somebody or anybody who's listening to this podcast, like, go out and like either listen to it or read the book. It's fantastic. I think it came out like 2016 or so, or like a year. He was actually kind of one of the guys that was working. Was that the guy with from the Wall Street Journal? Uh, yes, I believe so. I think, yeah, so I thought I saw his name. Yeah, he worked with George Schultz's uh, net, uh, uh, grandson, uh, which is Tyler Schultz. Mm. It was his name. Uh, and was kind of the guy. He was talking to him as the company's still going. And like was like, he was the one that uh, uh, Tyler Schultz went to to, to release the information. Yeah. But he wrote a book on it. It's called Bad Blood. It's fantastic. Um, but anyway, th- this guy, Sonny Balwani, though, absolute douche. She would drive like a Lamborghini into work, and he has a, I think he had like a plate on the back of his Lamborghini called like, and it said basically the phrase, I came, I saw, I conquered, or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Whatever that phrase is. Uh, but is he it, had it on his license plate is it, somehow. 
Vinny Vidi Vici? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, but he had that as his license plate. I came, I saw, I conquered. Yeah. I think so, yeah. But, yeah. So, anyways, there's... there's I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't doubt what, what she's saying, but at this point, that's, well, what, that just seems that's like, what the lawyer's going to point towards is, she, he made me do this, right? Well, that just seems like such a weird time, right? You're being asked questions about, like, your fraudulent activities, and all of a sudden, she just comes out with, yeah, I did all this stuff because I was sexually and verbally abused, which could 100% be true. Just <clears throat> seemed like weird you know again without following all of the stuff even if if it is true right that guy needs to be charged for sexual abuse and blah 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 right but yeah but that, that's a whole in, other in a, case over in here, a right? fraud trial right I, I you don't dude i don't know i don't even know i don't really want to touch that it just seems I like mean, I, I like i'm sure the jury's sitting there going what the fuck <laughs> like we're, right. we're talking about wire fraud and this girl's talking about like all of this stuff well i mean i think at that point you're uh you're Going to the jury, uh, the jury's what ethos, ethos, pathos, logos. You know, it's like the the emotion of it, the yeah. emotion of it, right? The ethos. So that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, but, it's. I I think it's a very uh, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's an interesting case. It's still ongoing. His trial is on um, ongoing. Like be, it, it's about be, to come yeah, up. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. I think he's gonna get. If she if she missed out on uh, uh, seven of the eleven, I think he's gonna get that seven. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, actually when uh, Maxwell. I, I still don't know how to pronounce her first name. Jeffrey Epstein's right hand oh, woman. Giselle Maxwell. Whatever. Yeah, however whatever. you pronounce it. I'm it's spelled. Say. It's spelled really weird. Giselle's. Yeah, so um, I saw a meme because she was found guilty of her stuff. It was like couples always finish each other's sentences. sentences. <laughs> and yeah. since Epstein died, <laughs> she's, somebody's got to fall in that. You right. Know? So it's like, yeah, she took the first four, but he's going to take the next seven. You know, like it, something exactly. Like that. I mean, that's the way it goes, right? Yeah, I Fucking guess partners in crime. So to be continued on that one. Regardless, I still think that I mean, both are at fault. To what extent? There, mean, that's that's what they're debating right what now. What I read is there's a lot of emails and text messages tying the two very closely together and what they did. Uh, like bedroom sheets. I think that's probably tying them together. Pillow talk. Um. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Okay, so uh, that was topic two. We're going to do something yeah, a little bit... One. Or, yeah, a, a little bit, but... I was excited about it because I read that book and, you know, I've been kind of watching this case as I as it's been happening, so... Well, it, I, I find it interesting, but we're going to we're going to switch gears here, do something a little bit different. So it is a new year, as we stated, uh, if you haven't realized that by now. Welcome. It, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to, to 2022. You're still in 2021. What are you doing? So we figured we would it's see not much better over here. Nope. We would see what some of our uh, podcast guests are doing with their new year, what they liked about 2021, what they accomplished and uh, what they're excited about in 2022. So we're. Actually, going to get some of them on the phone right now. So uh, we're actually going to start here. I with, like the way we do this. Sorry. Go ahead. We're going to try this out, uh, but we are going to start with Cameron. So let's uh, let's give him a call real quick. I always like when we do this. It feels like a like a real live TV show or radio show, whatever you want to call it. He's not going to pick we're up. Dying. I bet. No, he's not. Mr. Sexy's Pizza, our special today is Sexeroni. What can I make for you? <laughs> can I get a Sexeroni pizza? Is that delivered in 30 mm. minutes or less? 
Mm, we will put it in the oven immediately. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Cameron. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> not how I expected this to go. Is this uh new year, new Cameron? I don't know about that. I'm kind of, I'm not changing it anymore. Oh, I am. Okay. I am. So this is the, the old you. I mean, this is how you've always been then. That's right. Yeah. All right. Love it. All right, Cameron, real quick. Uh, we got other people to call as well. Um, so what is something about 2021 that you feel like you accomplished? You're happy with, you left 2021 maybe on a good note. Or not. I don't um, know. Or not. <laughs> uh, I left the job that I loved to work for the company that I loved and learned the lesson that it's not necessarily if you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. Um, if you work for a good company, then uh, you'd be happy to go to work every day. Interesting. Love it. Love Ph- it. Philosophizer, this one. All right, Cameron. And then what are you most excited about for 2022? <clears throat> um, I am. My, so my goal is to try and help people, like to help at least three people with something that I am not an expert in, but I have a lot of knowledge in. So like, I know a lot about cars and car buying experience and I know a fair amount about like travel and booking travel and all that. And I would like to help any one of, I don't know, friends, family, whatever with those experiences. If they come up trying to offer my services. So Cameron's buying us cars and he's also sending us on vacations, Nick. Perfect. Thank you very much. That's so nice of you. I'm excited for 2022 now. I'll book you guys the best vacation on your dime. <laughs> I see. I, I don't want, I don't know. I don't know if I trust you enough, but uh, I, I will agree. Travel so, quick, car dealer? quick story about Cameron. We did go out to Vegas two years ago at this point, and he did book our uh, our hotels and, and got all that stuff organized, organized in Vegas. So he did a great job on that. So would highly recommend Cameron's travel agency. He'll answer the <laughs> phone just like he did today. <laughs> Sexy's pizza. What can I get for you? Sorry, I thought this was a travel agency. Sexy's pizza and travel agency. What can I get for you? Yeah, we're kind of one of them all in one shop. You know, it's a used car lot as well. So. Yeah. All right, Cameron. Well, thanks. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again here in 2022. All right. See. All right. So Cameron actually is a uh, a decent travel planner. I would say that. Yeah. I thought I had fun in Vegas. He got us a, a penthouse in Bellagio, and it's you know, pretty fucking sick. It was pretty slick. I, I was slick. I was looking through my camera while I saw those. So that was um, no, that was a great time. So that was Cameron. That was Cameron. We'll All probably right. have him back on here soon. Probably. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right, uh, next up is Mary. Here we go, Mary. Mary, Mary recently on with uh, her Casey. friend, her best friend, Casey. This feels so official every single time. Hello? Is this Mary? This is Mary. Is this Aaron? This is Aaron, and guess what? I've got my buddy here, Nick, with me. Oh, my gosh. What are you guys up to? Well, we're calling you, obviously. Obviously. So you've made an excellent choice this evening. <laughs> oh, yes. No, super excited to talk to you again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so excited. All right, Mary. I was going to say, I can hang up at any time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I can also hang up on you. It's a two-way street, the, the phone. your okay. choice. All right, Mary. So okay. I, got right. a, I got a couple questions for you. All right. Number one. Okay. 
what is something you're happy about with 2021? Like, did you leave 2021 on a good note? Maybe you didn't. I don't. I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then number, okay. and then number two, what are you most excited about for 2022? Uh, okay. Um, I mean, Some big questions, right? <laughs> that's a lot of pressure for what nine o'clock at night. I'm usually in bed by eight, so it's a big deal that I even picked up. It's eight thirty. It's eight thirty. I don't know. I know. Do you I'm round up my to the nearest are, half hour. I mean, so since I'm usually in bed by eight, it's basically nine for me. So all right, Mary, let's get with the questions here. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, listen, well, we got callers I mean... calling in constantly. <laughs> this is getting annoying <laughs> at this point. I didn't realize you were such a hot commodity. I'll speed it up. <laughs> Um, I don't know. This last year was not great for me. Um, but I did, uh, I would say an accomplishment is that I really like focused on myself the last few months. Um, and I recognized, you know, when I needed to reach out for help and that I wanted to work on my self-esteem and stuff like that. And so I would say I'm proud of myself for recognizing that I wanted to work on that stuff and actually working on it. That's always good. That's always good. So are you going to stop doing that in 2022 or? I am done. I'm just going to go completely backwards. I'm going to be a sad, sad lady again. <laughs> we don't like that. We don't like to hear that. <laughs> okay. Well then I guess I'll, I'll keep it up. I'll it's do my about forward, never backwards. All right, Mary. All what, are you, forward, never backwards. what are you excited about in 2022? Um, so like I said, I've kind of been working on myself and all that good stuff. So one thing I've been working on is that trying not to like question myself as much and I'm trying not to like talk myself out of things that I get excited about. Um, so for example, you guys actually are kind of to blame for the first thing that's on my to-do list. Uh, Casey and I were, uh, I know Casey and I were hanging out on new year's as we do. And she brought up one of your podcasts from way, way early on where you guys were talking about what game show you wanted to be on. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I think one that of wasn't you said way, like way, way long that was ago. like two weeks ago. Hold on, time out. Did we talk about that? Wait, earlier? what? Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. That was like two I weeks mean, ago. Like, Thanks for listening, it, it Mary. Was like Appreciate two or three episodes oh, ago. Oh, sorry. It's definitely this <laughs> okay. season. Definitely okay. this okay. season. So go okay, on game sorry. shows. Oh no. Anyway, so you guys were talking about what game show you wanted to be on, and uh, she asked me what I wanted to be on, and I said I'd probably be on Survivor, and she asked why I had never applied, and I was like, I don't know, it just. I talked myself out of it, I guess. And she was like, well, why don't you look and see when they're filming? And sure enough, um, they're going to be filming this next season or I guess two seasons in advance or whatever while I'm on summer break. Oh, so there's literally no reason not to apply. So I decided not to talk myself out of it. And I applied during my lunch break today. Okay. Mary, Mary, this could be a huge break for the show. We could interview a Survivor contestant. I need you to get on that show for the sake of the podcast. I tried really hard on my audition video, so fingers crossed. Mary, Mary, what do you think you contribute uh, like to the group as a survival group? Like, What is your, your advantage? Uh, my advantage is that I am literally one of the communication teachers at our high school. Like, I teach kids about effective listening and body language and reading a room and knowing when to push and when to back off. So Mary, I feel commu- like Mary communication is not going to feed me in the wild. <laughs> oh, that's well, not catching it might me help fish. you survivor. It's not catching me fish. That's all I'm saying. So all I right. actually did. I used to be a trip leader though in college. So I took college kids out like kayaking and camping and whitewater rafting. So I could do this. You also did the horse trail where, like, the guide, like, holds the reins as you walk down the trail. Is that what you did as well? No. No, that one was not my jam. Mm. Well, start start looking Pass up survival tips horses. here, Mary. 
All right. So everybody, watch out for Mary on Survivor in 2022. Thanks, Mary. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Survivor. Dude. Survivor. That would be... Mary could be our first... Like, I know we've had guests on and they're all our friends and stuff like that, but Mary could be our first, like, big guest, right? She was on Survivor. (laughs) We could talk about her experience. That could be a fun show. I remember when she was just a tadpole in the pool. Yeah, when she was just drunk on our couch with Casey. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of Casey, uh, she was not able to make it tonight, but uh, her accomplishments in 2021... Renovating her kitchen and working at her job for five years. Congrats. Uh, keeping her dog alive. Good job. <laughs> it's Good a very, job. very noble cause. Atta girl, Casey. Uh, uh, this year, she would like to work on spending less and being healthier. Hmm. That <laughs> sounds like a Miss America answer. Um, also, to continue to keep her dog alive. <laughs> uh, maybe no emergency vet visits uh, and they've had a successful four days so far. So good job, Casey, on keeping your dog Her alive. Her dog has a bad habit of eating everything. All right, next we are going to go to, I think a fan favorite, Hugh, who owns a post office now. Kilton's, oh, I was going to say two post office, but Hugh. Hello, Aaron Thompson and Nick Warner. Hi. It's almost like he was prepared to talk to us. Damn it, Hugh. We're trying to keep up the facade that (laughs) you didn't know we were calling. Honestly, it's been pretty amazing that all of our friends have answered just miraculously. Weird, but when I want to get a beer, nobody's to be found. (laughs) How curious. Weird. What's going on? Hugh, we got a couple of questions for you. I got a couple answers. All right, so question one. Is there something that about 2021 that you were happy with? Did you leave 2021 on a good note? Maybe not. I don't know. And then the second question is, what are you excited about in 2022? Well, first off, I got my CDL in 2021. I bought a house. Oh, post office. And then I bought a second house. And then I bought a girlfriend. You, you I, I don't think that last one's legal. Uh, you know, I, I was just kidding. I just gave her lots of money, and she, uh, she said, hey, you're a pretty all right guy. We should I'm hang out more. Then, yeah. And you should give me I'm more money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Her name is Becca. So you, you, did, you did some good stuff in 2021, so not a terrible year for you, I guess. No, no. Good. No, it's been oh. pretty good so good. far. Good. Hugh, I'm, ha- I'm happy you're happy. Now, what are you excited about mm-hmm. in 2022? 2022, I am looking forward to getting my instrument rating. I'm hopefully going to get that knocked out this winter. And that, and, and, and by that, you mean as far as for flying? F- yeah, flying planes is what he's ref- referring to. Yeah, I'm one of them weirdos that likes to be in the air more than he likes to be on the ground. That's fair, especially when the lava but, comes uh, next year. Yeah, no kidding. So anyway, I've got that going for me. Awesome. Well, Hugh, I'm 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 happy you're happy, bud, and I, I wish you the best on your flying in 2022. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I'm happy to be happy. Maybe we could do a flying podcast next time. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> this is Aaron and Nick. We're at thirty thousand feet in the air. Twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty seven. Why are we going down? <laughs> Hugh, where are the parachutes? Why, there are no parachutes. <laughs> Why is there smoke coming out of the engine? (laughs) You has jumped out of the plane. We're on our own now. (laughs) The podcast must go on. Well, Hugh, happy 2022. We'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year, guys. 
See you here. Goodbye. Well, this is going well. Honestly, an air podcast could sound, that that could be really fun. (laughs) Could be fun. It could be terrifying. Yeah. Just imagine be like, why is that number going down very rapidly? (laughs) We're not flying upside down. That's the countdown to the last call. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, good. Um, What else we got? Oh, we're running down the list. We got it. Um, we got James. Honestly, I'm always surprised. I, I'm kind of amazed how many people we've had on the podcast. Like it's, it's crazy to think back. And we have a couple of people that, that were unable to be on the, on the podcast. So we're not going to get to all of our guests, but we've got I'm to make career. up their new new year's resolution for them. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to use uh use a Warner. You know, I, I don't know if everybody cares about all of the guests on the podcast, but you know what we do, we care about our guests. So fuck you. It's our podcast. And we're going to listen to anybody who wants to talk to us. Hey, I'm just happy. to. Have Let's people. get James. I'm just happy to have people. This oh, guy. I got to turn this that guy. down a little bit. That was, that was. Uh... Hugh has the Iowa internet connection. Hello? What? Hello? Hey. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> you answered quickly. Everybody else let it ring at least two or three times. Yeah, I told him I should let it ring once. But I got needy. <laughs> I, I got to <laughs> answer. Well, James, happy, uh, happy 2022. We're going around calling all of the guests for the podcast and asking them, you know, how was your 2021? Was there anything you accomplished that you're like super excited about? And then uh, also, what are you most excited about for 2022? Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, so <laughs> first off, happy new year. Happy, happy new, new year. year. Uh, but yeah, no, things for 2021, uh, we accomplished a lot. Uh, I was able to get certified as a contracting officer representative, which is a big deal uh, for my job. And also, at the beginning of 2021, me and Hannah got completely debt-free. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's a big one. Congratulations. That's a big one. Yeah, adulting, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, more adulting for 2022, hoping this year, maybe, fingers crossed, by the end of the year, uh, we could add one more to the family. Oh, oh. wow. Ew, gross. Uh, you yeah. and Hannah? Ew. Wait, that means you're you're doing the... Gross. Oh, no. We, James, we didn't need to know that. You know oh, what, God, I'm, no. We're getting a doll. Oh, oh yeah. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I love those dogs. <laughs> awesome, man. No, so, Go ahead. No, you're good. No, no, no. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's, that would be the ideal 20.2. Other than that, I'll settle for uh, a sweet vacation sometime this summer. Uh. And this might be my last year in the Navy. Likely we know. Are you excited about that or? I am. I'm looking forward to getting out and doing my own thing. Nice. Well, what, okay. So out of the Navy, what's your like go to? Like, what, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm thinking about starting my own business. I'm going to start a defense contracting agency. Ooh. I like that. I like the, I like the defense. I like the entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, hit me up. You know, I'm uh, always looking for something. So, especially when this podcast goes south. Yeah, it's not bringing in the dollars like I thought it would. So. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> I mean, what's the what's the Spotify percentage on like when I listen on my ride to work and it's, back? Is that... It's it's not good. It's not <laughs> good. No, no, he makes up a significant percentage of our audience. <laughs> so awesome. Well, James, hey, congrats on everything. Uh, wish you the best in twenty two. We'll talk to you soon because I know uh, you you had asked 
and uh, we want you back on the podcast. I want to hear more about this uh, defense contracting stuff. And uh, we talked about something, uh, conspiracy theories. I think we're going to talk about conspiracy theories whenever James. Oh, the government listening to you. That's what we're going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that. Though. We'll, we'll save that one, but we'll get you back on the podcast. They're, they're listening right now. But anyway, yeah, we can't talk about that right now. All right. Sounds good, guys. Yeah, a good one. And uh, love the last call podcast. Woo! <laughs> Thanks, Thank James. What a shout out. Thank yeah. you, James. We'll see it. God, we feel so official right now. Technically, he hung up on me. If you heard <laughs> the beep, beep, I was going to say, that's the first time that I've heard the, the beeping. Damn it, James. You hung up on me. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I should have hung up quicker. But we did talk about that. I give us, I give a li- little amount of time before I hang up. I'm not like dying to hang up on people. You know, oh, I let that I let that thing ring out, man. All right. We got one more. I never hang up. They hang up for me. Okay. So this is a longer episode, but it's a new year. It's a new year and we're having a good time. So I got one more. New I'm gonna, year, two hour podcast. I'm going to try to call this person. They might not pick up. If they don't, we'll move on. That's if they fine. don't, we'll move That's on. It's a good and attempt. We'll... Why not? All right, let's see. Ringing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This could be interesting. You son of a bitch. What is he doing? I don't know. Playing with his dog. Oh, you. He's not going to pick up. I'm just saying this one's on you if this doesn't happen. I know. We were so close. Please leave your message. Oh, Oh, all right. So we struck out. That one hurts. All right. Well, that last one was uh, Jack. We we did call our buddy Jack and, um, you know. We were so close to a perfect record, but you know That's what? Okay. We're going to go ahead and move on. Okay. And what are we going to move on to, Warner? We're going to move on to the last call. First one of the last year, baby. Call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. I am, uh, man, I'm a little disappointed. I, I did enjoy that segment, though. It was good. Uh, no, I enjoyed honestly, it. We, it was short. It feels we, so official. It, it, it feels for, uh, official, but I'm glad that we can kind of loop back to our previous people that we've had on, kind of catch up with them, see what they're doing, see what their plans are for the future. And like catch, I don't know. It's it's just exciting. Yeah, I mean, cool. if like See for example, if we had Elon Musk on our podcast, I don't think we we're constantly right. calling him up at you know on a Friday at whatever time at night. You He'd know, be so all right, but I don't think he's, he's probably in his space plans for this year. Are as crazy as like Mary's wanting to be on Survivor. No, I mean again, Mary, best of luck on that Survivor. And good luck. Uh, yeah, no, good luck with that. All right, so uh, this week is, I, I think, a little something different. And, oh, and Nick, I, I'm just letting you know, I watched like four episodes of Cobra Kai while I was waiting for you to finish this last call. So I have no idea what we're doing, but Nick put in a lot of effort. He says he wasn't thinking clearly, so this could not be maybe as exciting, but I don't know. I hope it works out for us. I definitely, I, I, I think I had COVID on the brain, for sure. Uh, my brain wasn't thinking clearly today, and so that's why it took so long. I heard you made an Excel spreadsheet for this. This is probably the most official, I don't know, last podcast game that we've ever done. It's the last call podcast. What did I call it? Last call podcast? You said the last podcast game, I think. Oh, whatever. I don't know. 
We'll go back and review that one. Go back to the drawing board. What's the game, Anyway, um, I think this might be the most official game that we've ever done. There is an official spreadsheet. Actually, I'm very curious if we could kind of try to figure out how to send this out and so people can play along and do it themselves. Uh, we'll figure it out if we can do i would love to get the audience more involved right i know it's a podcast and like it's a fixed recording so it's not like a live show or anything right but i think it would be so much fun to get the audience more involved yeah and that's and that's something that i always bring up to you is do whatever we can to keep the audience like feeling like they're engaged yeah absolutely whatever we can do to entertain you and feel like you're a part of this as much as we are is is stuff that we want to do Absolutely. This is this is something I came up with. So, I was going through and I was thinking about all of the events of 2021. Right. So I started going through and I was like, oh, okay, what what can I do with those? So I decided to pick and choose some of the events. Most of these happened in the first three quarters of 2021. So that would be the months of uh, January through September. Okay. So I picked some. Rather major events, and what we're going to do is play a game of you need to try to remember where what month this occurred. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read you a headline, a headline or basically a description of what happened, and you're going to tell me what month it occurred or what month you thought it occurred. Interesting. <clears throat> so from there, uh, I'm going to give you a score. If you were dead on... You get a score of zero, zero points total. Mm-hmm. If you are, I believe, let me check my scoreboard real quick. If you are more than a month out, so if you're above a month, uh, you get one point. If you're above two months, you get two points. If you're above three months, you get three points. And that's mm-hmm. where the max stops is above three points. So it's like golf. Kind of, yes, correct. Low score wins. I'm terrible at golf. I've watched. Yes. So <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> anyway, the Excel, Excel spreadsheet is so I don't have to do the math in my head because I planned ahead because I know what happens at the end of this podcast and my brain goes mush. Also, COVID on the brain, so that's what happens. So this makes it very easy. All I do is enter in a number, the number of the month that you guessed, and it gives me your score. So we're going to set the average. I'm going to say your score at the end of it has to be 1.5 or below to win. On average. On average. How many questions? There are 12. 12. And I only have to guess the month, not the date. Just the month. Okay. Yep. Okay. Does it make sense? I think so. Pretty, pretty clear, right? All right. These are, so I originally listed out the events in order by month. Um, and then I went through and randomized them. So I'm going to read them in a random order. They are not in chronological order. Okay. All right. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. <clears throat> SpaceX launches a first all-civilian spaceflight. What month did that occur? I like this. See, I've been giving you easy trivia, and this is my payback. All right, SpaceX. SpaceX launches first all-civilian spaceflight. When did that occur in 2021? I, okay, so my thought process is it was earlier in the year, but I don't know that it was. I feel like it was later in the year than what I'm thinking. 
because it was before Blue Origin did theirs, but Blue Origin has done more of them, and they recently did one with Michael Strahan, fun fact. Uh, why they sent Michael Strahan to space. Uh, why not? Maybe because his teeth are out of this world. I don't know. <laughs> that, that gap um, is huge. Yeah, it's black hole. But that's his thing, man. All right, so Specifics. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say May. going to say May. <clears throat> do you want me, should I reveal these as I go, or should I do them? I'll, I'll do them all at the end. We'll go through. Well, no, because people aren't going to remember all of them. Like, I, I would just. Yeah, but I could. Uh, okay. All right. Let's oh. just do them as we go. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say May. Uh, SpaceX launches first all civilian space flight. You said May. It is indeed September. Ah, see, I knew it. I knew it was later in the year. Okay. Okay. Next one. Okay. Elon Musk becomes the world's richest man at $186 billion to pass Jeff Bezos. That's $186 billion, by the I'm going to say September. I, I think it was also in September because I think that would have boosted the Tesla stock for whatever reason. You said September. The results say that was January. January? That was January. January of 2021? Yes. January 20. It would be January 7th, by the way. Uh, the SpaceX was September 16th. I went down to the day so that there are no miscalculations here. Damn. See, why? this I wonder is the why. thing. This is why I think this is fun because it's always crazy to think of how many events actually happened in 2021. Wow. I would not. Yeah. I, I thought that that SpaceX, for whatever reason, would have boosted Tesla stock. But okay. Okay. All right. I'm not, not starting off hot. The first purely digital. This is something nearly near and dear to your heart. First purely digital NFT-based artwork sells for $69 million. Yes. Okay. I know this one. Kind of. Ish. The artwork was named uh, Everday's. Yeah. No, we podcast. talked about this on the podcast with Sean. Yeah, yeah. You came up to Grand Rapids when I was still living there. Yeah. See, this it was is, in winter. This is what I like. I like your process here because you're trying to evaluate where we were. February. Okay. Are you locked in on that? It, it was it February. Yeah, it had to have been. It was winter time still. Um, yeah, it was still winter. I'm saying February. Okay. Uh, you said February. The answer is March. Ah, very good though. When when very you good. when you questioned me, I almost went to March, but I was like, no, I thought it was colder than that. Okay. No, very. But this is exactly what I want to evaluate. Like, yeah, so no, it was close. It was close. Do you? Uh, all, right. all right, here we go. Yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, Jeff Bezos goes to space. All right, well, that was after it. Uh... Are we getting a call right now? Guess who's calling? All right, let's answer it. What? Uh, you can't answer the first time? You can't answer the first time? Yeah, yeah I mean, usually I just, you know, do that to really, like, kind of like, um, you know, being fashionably late. You know, I fashionably delay my calls. But Well, you're fashionably uh, interrupting last call. Say hi, Nick. Oh, God damn it. Hi, Jack. Welcome to the last call. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Do, do who you know what we could do? Jack could give the final answer here once he's done with our little you know what, Jack? and questions with him. No, he can just play along. Jack, how, how long you got? You got a second? 
I have a second. All right, you're going to play last call with us because you were so fashionably late. And uh, But real quick, let's get your answer. All right, so something you accomplished or something like uh, maybe you didn't accomplish in 2021 and then something that you're like looking forward to in 2022. Nick, we also have to answer this at some point. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah, some deep Dang. questions here, man. We're we're digging deep. Fuck. Yeah, no, no, I was actually asleep. Uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. What I'm just like, it's like uh, Well, I can give you like what I already accomplished in twenty twenty two. I got COVID, so that's why I was sleeping. <laughs> uh, you people do it. Yeah. Uh no, yeah, so that's why I was sleeping. Um, 2022 that I didn't do in 2021. So like, yeah, I was, my goal was to try to like, uh, like file a patent through my work. And it was like, I got pretty close. Like I have some like ideas that I still need to like kind of fine tune, test out and really kind of complete like what I'm working on at work. So that's my, uh, that's my goal. I think this guy Uh, in the patents, this guy in the patents, don't you already have a couple patents? Just one. Oh, just one. Oh, just one. Only one patent. <laughs> God, what a failure. This is where I keep my patent. <laughs> if I had one. <laughs> All right, Jack, are you ready to... You Okay, so, well, I hope you get your patent in 2022. Uh, and I'm sorry that it started off with COVID. Nick also started off with COVID. So, Sweet, uh, join me. Join the COVID train. Whoop, whoop. All right, you ready to play last call, Jack? All right, so let me explain it real quick. So, Warner... Got 12 events from 2021, and you are to guess what month that happened in. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read off an event. And And then then you guess the month. You're going to basically guess the month. There is a scoring system. If you're dead on with the month, you get zero points, which is lower score is better. If you're a month out, you get one point, two points, three points with a maximum of three. If you're that far out. So guess the month of this event. So Nick is going to read the event. Go, Nick. All right. Uh, Jeff Bezos goes to space. And you can't Google. I'm not. No, not you. I'm oh, worried yeah. about Jack because he's... No, on, Jack you know, is a trustworthy fellow. All right, Jack. cheating over there. We can use our brains together. I So Elon Musk went to space in September. So that was in September. And Blue Origin went after Elon so I'm thinking it was September. I'm thinking it was October. I'm thinking Jeff Bezos went a month after in October. That sounds reasonable enough to me. I don't uh, know for sure. <laughs> I'm does, guessing October. He does not sound confident. It, I feel like it was earlier than that, but you seem dead set on it, Elon going in September. So I'm going to go with, uh, I guess, October then, I guess. All right. Are we locking in the locking on October. <laughs> locking in the final answer of October. You said October. The answer is July. You should listen to July. Jack. <laughs> you should listen to Jack. Jack, where were you? <laughs> so that's all right. You'll get them next time. I I, I think you'll get I, the next one. Not Jack, but I, I think you will. Yeah. Person. Okay. See, I didn't know the answer. I just uh, knew that you were wrong. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm here for. You did say I felt like it was earlier, so oh. good for you. All right, next one. Phil Mickelson becomes the oldest major winner in history at 50 years old. Insane. 50 won years the PGA. old. I hope I'm still moving by 50. But he, okay, so he won the PGA. Jack, do you know anything about golf? I 
Nothing. Neat. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Phil won the PGA 2021. They did have the Masters in April last year. I don't think he won the. No, he didn't win the Masters. This no, year. no, no. I know. I'm just trying to put together like the different tournaments. The Masters is in April. Uh, PGA. I thought you would have got this, man. No, I know he. I know what tournament he won. I just don't remember when it was because the PGA fucked up their entire schedule with COVID. Um. Five, four, June, three, two, one. I'm saying June. 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 You said June. The answer was May. Ah! Very, very close. So close. So close. Uh, Prince Philip dies. Uh, that was, I think that was October. That was, that was in the later, that was in the fourth quarter, uh, if we're talking business. Fourth quarter. Well. That was in the fourth quarter. I think that was later. I said all these events happen. August. I'm saying August. Jack, what do you what? want? You, you don't have to follow I feel me. Like it was, I feel like it was sooner than that. I feel like it was older than that. I mean. Okay. Well, ah, you, he's been, he was so old. Like, <laughs> I feel like it could have, like, it, I think it could have even been, like, you know, February. You're going February? Like, it could have been February, and, like, we would probably be like, eh, about right. Yeah, so I'm going to go with February. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go one month back. I'm going July. I'm going July. So February and July. Jack has February, I have July. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give you the bit of the doubt. Jack went, what? February. February? I'm going to give you Jack's answer. Uh, the answer was April. 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 You should listen to Jack more. He is very smart. All right, Jack, you so, get to answer this next one. I'm just going to follow you. All right. The uh, TV series Friends has its uh, reunion after 17 years after it ended. Okay, I know this one, Jack, at least the general time frame. I was living in Indianapolis when this happened. So that would have been oh, August. Gosh, yeah, August. No. It would have been August or later. No, that definitely is not true. We watched it. <laughs> like, I remember we watched it uh, before <laughs> I left for like my trip to Boston. And that Boston trip was like the first week of June. And I think it had just come out then. Um, so it's either May or June, but I don't know. Cause it was at the end of, I think it was at the end of May when it premiered, but it might've been like the very first week of June. Um, I think, uh, it might actually, be June. I'm going to go June. I'm going to go June too. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to go June too. I, <laughs> I, I, I backtrack on everything that I said. Let's go June. All right. We're locking in June. The answer is May. Jack, very, God damn good, it. very, very good job. <laughs> it did premiere at the end of May, May 27th. Man, you should Come on, that's just fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh. All right, oh, how many more we got left? All right, we got to uh, six more. Six more? I, there's 12. Oh, my God. All right, let's go. Rapid fire. Here we yeah. go, Jack. You're the ones taking we already long. had May as an answer. Oh, it's, it's all in random order. There's 12 events happening oh. between uh, January <laughs> and September. All right, next one. El there could have been fucking 12 Decembers. Huh. <laughs> December, December. December, December, December. All right, El Salvador accepts Bitcoin as a legal tender. Um, nobody, nobody. August. 
No, I think that was before that. I'm going to go, uh, uh, go with March. With March. Okay. This is the one time I'll side with Aaron. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you guys Aaron's benefit of the doubt. It is, you guessed August. It was September. Ah. <sighs> All right, uh, the cruise ship Evergive, uh, owned, I thought it was Evergreen, owned by the company Evergreen, oh. uh, gets stuck in, at uh, in the Suez Canal in which country, Aaron? Panama. S- Jesus Christ, <laughs> Egypt, Egypt. The cruise ship Evergreen or Evergiven, sorry, gets stuck in the Suez Canal in Egypt. I'm going August again. Uh, I think uh, you know I'm dedicated to this. Uh, uh, let's go February. February. All right, I'm gonna give you Jack's answer because he's the answer is uh March, March 27th. March. Where where have you been the past? <laughs> Dude, 2021's a blur. I just I'm trying to get through this podcast. <laughs> All right, Lionel Messi. The only reason I remember that is like I think that's like when all that uh, 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 game stock was going on, going on, and it was like, oh, when did I lose all that money? And then, (laughs) (laughs) when did I lose all my money? We talked about that on the podcast too. All right, Lionel Messi uh, leaves FC Barcelona to play for Paris Saint Germain. I remember all of. Excuse me. I remember all of these events. I, don't I just remember don't remember 2021 at all. I don't. I don't. I think you've been drunk this entire time. Lionel Messi leaves. So like with COVID, it was like with that last week or six months ago, and it's like, eh. You know? <laughs> I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking this was early in the year, Jack. I'm going to say March. A lot of shit happened in March. Actually, you know what? Let's go April. Nothing's happened in April yet. I'm thinking April. I'll side with you. I'll go with April too. April, April, April it is. <clears throat> the answer is August, August the 11th, oh. Lionel Messi. All right. Oh, that, oh, there were so many talks about that, but whatever. Jack Dorsey sells an autographed version of his first tweet, quoted, uh, quoted as, sorry, uh, just setting up my Twitter, Twitter spelled without any vowels. Uh, it sells for... Sorry, I don't know why we're struggling. I don't know. A, a, a quite a bit of money. Uh, when did that happen? I'm gonna say November. I think because Jack Dorsey uh, left Twitter as the CEO, and I think he would have done that at that time. So I'm gonna say like November-ish time frame. Okay. Nah, this is when uh, NFTs were striking it big. So that was like February, March. Um, you know. It's, I think it was actually probably February. February. I'm going to give you February because that is a a good answer. Uh, The answer answer is March 23rd. Thompson, I don't know where the hell you've been. I wish I would attract your answers as opposed to giving you the benefit of the doubt. No, no, I needed a partner. That a boy, Jack. (laughs) All right. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo removes Coke bottles from uh, the press table at the European Championship, causing the stock to go down by like $6 billion or something like that. When are the Euros are in the summer. Euros are in the summer. That is. 
Hey, finally something. Four billion dollars. Uh, uh, May. I'm gonna go with June. I'm gonna go with June. I like June. All right, the answer is indeed June. Yeah, let's go, Jack. Finally. <laughs> I knew the Euros were in summer. I didn't know anything else, but I knew the Euros were in summer. How many more? That is it. That was it. That is it. Oh, we went through six really quick. Well, well I mean, I feel like you just had like answers quick. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Well, I gotta get the. I feel like you had like twenty questions, and then like you just kept waiting until you finally got one right, and then like you were trying to make them easier and easier. And like, then it was like, I tried to give you the bit of the doubt. I gave you a lot. Or... Yeah, no, that was, I, I enjoyed that. I, uh, I did enjoy that one. That was tougher. So you finally stepped up your trivia game. I appreciate it. After I, I royally screwed you on, you know, Thanksgiving. And then I got you on Christmas and all that stuff. So Jack, <laughs> Jack, any last words here? Jack, you're all right. Time. Uh, yep. This is Aaron Thompson, and have a great <laughs> fucking Friday. Oh, but what about Nick? You forgot Nick. Oh, I was just trying to impersonate you, but uh, I nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, Jack, I'll go ahead and sign us off uh, for the Last Call podcast. We really appreciate you listening. I hope you all have a great 2022. I'm Aaron. That's Nick. This is Jack. And I hope you have a great fucking Friday. Oh